Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Good news. The U.S. economy under Biden has plunged uh, to its lowest level ever, uh, according to the uh, Index of Economic Freedom from the Heritage Foundation. And that's good news? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, okay. I mean, we're number... I mean, we're breaking records. That's good. Good. I needed some good news. Yeah. The economic freedom score is 72.1, making our economy the 25th freest in the world. Uh, Yay! (laughs) That's great. We're top 25. Okay. In fact, we're we're ranked third among... The Americas. Okay. Third in the Americas in economic freedom. That is unconscionable. News follows reports that inflation continued. It's once in a generation surge in January, uh, reaching a rate of 7.5%. Now, if we measured this like we did back in 1980, it'd be around 20% right now. Ooh. Yeah. And... I mean, it's all these artificial measures that just keeping keeping us hanging on by a thread to keep it at seven and a half percent. I mean, we're fortunate that it's not forty percent or fifty percent or uh, just getting away from us at such a rate that we look like Zimbabwe mm-hmm. or Venezuela. Speaking of which, uh, just to show you what happens after runaway inflation and. You can't get a grip on it, and everything just goes out of control. Zimbabwe, back in 2008, started printing up these outrageous amounts of money okay, in yeah. these dollar bills. I, I forget where I... On our uh, trip to Israel and Africa, uh, I came upon these. Was and change at a, like a coffee shop or something? <laughs> yeah. I had a, yes. <laughs> no, not at a coffee shop. Somebody... Somebody actually wanted to show us. Yeah. You know, here's what you guys have been talking about. Look at this. These okay. are actual, this is actual currency from Zimbabwe in 2008. Obviously, it's not in circulation anymore. They've, they've changed their system. But uh, it started out when the inflation started getting out of control. They issued this uh, $200,000 bill. That's a 200 wow. Thousand. What's our highest denomination? That's in circulation. Oh, let me grab my I, wallet and I'll check. I think it's a hundred. I think mm-hmm. it's a hundred dollar bill. Two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you got change for a two hundred thou, <laughs> right? Can you break this? <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Uh, and later in the year, all these are all from two thousand eight. It escalated to the point where the next one was five hundred million. A five hundred million dollar bill. Oh. Oh, unreal! Then it's got pretty artwork on the on the paper. I would yeah, it, point it out. looks really nice. Yeah. They've got some rocks on it mm-hmm. piled up, and, <laughs> and probably worth more than that paper. You flip it over. There's a, some building and uh, more rocks. So we've gone from two hundred thousand dollar bill to five hundred million dollar bill. Yes, and is that right? Five hundred or yeah, five hundred million dollars. Oh my gosh! Now what's this? Then one? we go to. A $50 billion bill. Oh, there's those rocks again, too. Yeah. $50 nice rocks billion. On the back, there's a building of some kind. $50 but billion dollar $50 bill. $50 billion dollar bill. 
And finally. Oh, no. Oh, what? There's another one over there? There's another one. Oh, no. I mean, this is incredible. And this is what we're trying to avoid. Right. This is where we don't want to go. Oh, no. The rocks again, I see. A $10 trillion bill. $10 trillion. Zimbabwe. In uh, 2008. All of these from 2008. All in the same year. Yeah. I mean, it happened so quickly that sometimes, you know, you'd, you'd issue them a $500 million bill and it couldn't buy you a loaf of bread. Yeah. It was staggering. Yeah. So Back it's... in my day, it was only $200,000 for a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those and good your days? your day was this uh, morning. Earlier this year. Yeah. yeah earlier this week. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, we've we got to get a grip on this, and we need to pay attention to what's going on, um, and do our damnedest to to alert our our representatives that we don't want them going down this road with Joe Biden. That this Build Back Better garbage must be defeated, and he can cry about it all he wants, but they're not going to give in. Otherwise. Seriously, we could look like Zimbabwe at some point. I mean, 7.5% inflation sucks, and it's difficult on us. But it's not, you know, a million percent like some of these countries have experienced in the past. Uh, just a little reminder. Yeah, that's good. We're getting all these wake-up calls. I like show and tell yeah. on the Pat Gray Unleash program. That's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since uh, early 2020, when the Chinese Communist Party unleashed the COVID pandemic on the world, we have dealt with one of the greatest political, social, and economic upheavals of the past century. Uh, and that is definitely true. That's from the Heritage Foundation, who are also you know, try- doing their best to alert Americans as to what's going on. The index, launched in 1995, evaluates countries on rule of law, government size, regulatory efficiency, and open markets while also examining specific categories such as property rights, judicial effectiveness, government integrity, and tax burden. And we're obviously not doing well in those areas right now. We're the United States of America. We should be the most economically free country on earth. How did this happen where we've plummeted to 25th? 25th. We're behind Cyprus. We're behind Ireland. Of course, Singapore leads the international rankings right now, as they usually do. Switzerland's in second, then Ireland. Uh, U.S. is behind the U.K. at 24th and Cyprus at 23rd. In 177th place, North Korea is the least free nation in the world. Surprise! Venezuela, 176, and Cuba, 175. Okay, hold on. What number were we again? 25. 25. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you have the whole list there? No. No. I do not. But we can look it up. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. because What uh, were you curious about? Well, I wanted you to tell me who number 49 was. And then I was going to say, wow, our economy is closer to country number 49 than we oh. are to the top. But uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, yeah, and that's... I wish you hadn't asked a follow-up. Sad. Very sad. <laughs> see. I'll, I'll find that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's from Heritage Foundation mm-hmm. Economic Freedom Index. Yep crazy yeah we'll post this too when i get the whole list we'll post it at pat unleashed on twitter all right okay country rankings i see them right here oh okay what's 49 then i'm scrolling 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 be able to answer your oh. own question here cabo verde Ca- cabo verde yeah, yeah we're closer to them then <laughs> we're closer to cabo verde yeah okay yeah and you know also 
my gosh. I mean, this is this is depressing. It's truly depressing what we have given our kids. Mm-hmm. Here's your inheritance. Mm-hmm. We're number twenty-five. Congratulations. Mm-mm. And it's and it's going in the wrong direction. Yeah. I mean, we're we're quickly falling down that list. Last time I think we saw the economic freedom list. It seems like we were in the top ten at least. We were, I don't know, seventh maybe. Now we're twenty fifth. Yeah. Wow. And things are getting uh, real all up in there in Canada. Yesterday, Justin Trudeau spoke. This has got to be good. Uh, he's a genius. <laughs> he's good, right? Uh huh. Here's Justin Trudeau speaking. Here's how the measures we're taking today will help get the situation under control. Oh, he's going to go after those truckers. The police will be given. More tools to restore order in places where public assemblies can constitute illegal and dangerous activities, such as blockades and occupations, as seen in Ottawa, the Ambassador Bridge, and elsewhere. These tools include strengthening their ability to impose fines Mm -hmm. or imprisonment. The government will designate, secure, and protect places and infrastructure that are (laughs) critical to our economy. What and people's jobs, including border crossings and airports. Mm-hmm. We cannot and will not allow illegal and dangerous activities to continue. Mm. The Emergency will also allow the government to make sure essential services are rendered, for example, in order to tow vehicles blocking roads. Mm-hmm. In addition, Financial institutions will be authorized or directed to render essential services to help address the situation, <laughs> including by regulating and prohibiting the use of property to fund or support illegal blockades. <laughs> wow. And when did this become illegal? Uh, driving and protesting? Has that always been illegal in Canada? Because I don't think so i think they're making these things illegal as they go yeah yeah and he made a point yesterday to say that he had talked to all the premiers you know i think are there 11 i think there's 11 provinces or something territories there they're like the governors yeah exactly exactly and i know for a fact uh there's four of them alberta manitoba saskatchewan quebec i think those are the four that said nah we're not on board with this Sorry, dude. In fact, the good. president of El Salvador, good. you know, that guy who thinks outside the box with crypto and all sorts of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's already condemned this. I mean, Canada, really? Canada is living under tyranny now. Oh, absolutely. Justin Trudeau, uh, he's talking about tools uh, the, of the police. He's yeah. the biggest tool of them all. <laughs> I can't uh, even stand to look at this guy. I'm disliking him almost as much as Biden at this right, point. Right, right. Yeah, well. What a pathetic douchebag he is. serious up there, for sure. Plus, uh, Trudeau's finance minister then explained uh, what the government would be doing effective immediately. We are announcing the following immediate actions. All right. First, Mm. we are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules. Pause it for a second. That is incredible. So this is all mm-hmm. directed at the truckers, and they're essentially calling them terrorists, Correct. and and they're using terrorist acts against them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's outrageous! And, and do you recall? And this could easily happen in this country. This wow. is just Canada. This could easily happen here because remember, we didn't set a definition for the word terrorist 
about, I don't know, what was it, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, when when the left was going after Bush? Remember that? Uh-huh. And they were like, yeah. oh, they're spying on Americans. Right. Oh, they're, they're wiretapping Americans. Well, there was no definition for terrorists at the time. And we said, one day, the pendulum could swing. Hi. Yeah, here it is. So this is so that they cover. Wait, hang on just a second there. Uh, this is being directed at at like give send go because right. they're raising funds. Mm-hmm. They're continuing that fundraiser, and people are contributing millions of dollars to it. Mm-hmm. And so they want to stop that money from right. flowing to the truckers. This is insanity. This is absolute dictatorship. So they're going after, and I think she's going to lay this out here. Going after like the the the. Uh, Crowd starter, uh, crowdfunding things. They're going after crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, your bank account is next. Yeah. Period. And GoFundMe already caved in right. to the pressure uh, from the Canadian government. But Give Send Go said, no, they don't have any. They don't have any say over us. We'll dispense those. We'll dispense the funds right where they're supposed to be dispensed, and that's to the truckers. Uh, but they're doing everything they can. Mm-hmm. They're acting. Very China-like here. This is amazing what's happening to the West. We've seen it in Australia and New Zealand and Canada. Well, in here, I mean, with all the mandates. Yeah, and, and some police officers actually started <sighs> handing in their badge, retiring early, resigning. They're not going to be a part of the enforcement of this insanity. Mm. But yeah, she had more fun great Yeah, stuff. let's hear it. Rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms mm-hmm. and the payment service providers they mm. use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies. (laughs) The illegal blockades have highlighted the fact that crowdfunding platforms and some of the payment service providers they use are not fully captured under the Proceeds of Crime and Terrorist Financing Act. Mm-hmm. People are Nazis Our banks now. and yeah. financial institutions yeah. are already Nazis. obligated to report to the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Center of Canada, Yavol. or FinTrack. As of today, mm-hmm. all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with FinTrack and they must report large and suspicious transactions to FinTrack. Wow. Here you Jeez. go. I mean, this Here is... Here we go. I wouldn't have believed it if I wasn't seeing it. I mean, this is... this Pretty is incredible. The government, Trudeau, has yeah. told Canadians how they must live yep. and what they must inject into their bodies. This is how this all started. It's, it's fascinating, though, that he kind of warned that this is what he was going to do. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Like, what, last week? Uh, no, during the campaign. Oh. During, during the campaign for prime minister. Oh. He told people who he was, what he's all about. We'll get to that mm-hmm. in one minute. Keeps, though. Got to tell you about Keeps, because uh, Keith loves it. I love it. You're, you're going to love it. If you're experiencing hair loss and you're dis- distressed by it, and let's face it, just about everybody is. I mean, some people are pretty cool with it. Eh, whatever. I'm going to go bald. I can have hair, not have hair. But if you're not one of those and you do care about having hair, Keeps has you covered. It's genius. Keeps offers doctor-recommended, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth. Keeps physicians will help you select just the right products and treatments for your specific uh, hair goals. All Keeps treatment plans are delivered right to your door 
at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. And then you can track your progress. You can uh, seek help from your Keeps doctor. They, they have uh, 24-7 access. Your plan comes with a full year of unlimited messaging, so you can keep that going with your doctor about anything, anytime. Uh, with Keeps, you get quality expert care without visiting a doctor's office or a pharmacy. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or just take better care of the hair you have, Keeps has got you covered. Hair loss stops with Keeps. Uh, to get 50% off your first order, go to keeps.com slash pat. That's K-E-E-P-S, keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, so should Canadians have known uh, what Justin Trudeau would do in times such as these? Eh, maybe. Here's what he said during the campaign. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. The level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China. Hmm. Um, That's great. Because their you know, because basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. <laughs> and look at this guy acting like a dictator. Look how he so, turns that around. To make yeah. it, you're the one that brought up China and the beauties of right. a dictatorship. Don't make this about Stephen Harper. ha, 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 ha. Wow. He sucks. I mean, Prime Any, Minister Blackface. Ugh. Anytime a potential leader tells you that China is the country he admires most because they're a decent dictatorship, uh, you should run from that person as fast as you can. Uh, they, of course, didn't, and now they're in this situation. Yeah, he's doing everything oh he can gosh. to make life a living hell for those that don't live exactly as he... Uh-huh. Dictates, which is what China's doing, right? Right, and and we had a, a listener um, who reached out from uh, up in Canada, and uh, she sent this. I believe our resolve is steadfast up here in Canada, but things have a- escalated to a scary level now. Those of us who didn't get the shot can't board a plane. We can't board a train. The mm. only country we could drive to in the U.S. is the U.S., and we're not allowed in due to our vaccination status. And I looked this up, and Wait, yes, we don't let people right, in, right? The, without, uh, <laughs> except at the southern border, of exactly. Course. Read this. Oh my! From the DHS God. website, because I saw that from her, and I said, Wait, "What? No, what? no, come on now." Anyway, she wants your prayers, please, uh, for Canada, and God bless them up there. Tell me if you read that exactly how I read it. As of Saturday, January twenty second, twenty twenty two. Vaccination requirements will apply to additional groups of travelers entering the United States at land ports of entry and ferry terminals. Beginning January 22nd, 2022, DHS will require non-U.S. individuals seeking to enter the United States via land ports of entry and ferry terminals at the U.S.-Mexico and U.S.-Canada borders to be fully vaccinated. Yeah, that's what it's. Yes, I mean, plain as day, it's right? saying you have to be vaccinated to get in. I, I, that one slipped by me. I hadn't heard that either. I mean, if I heard it, I wasn't paying right. attention. That's amazing. 
So other go. than the millions of people who are sneaking across our right. border. That's the key. you uh, got to sneak in. Because <laughs> if you try to come in uh, No rules apply legally. to you if you came illegally. No rules apply. Mm. You can be a felon. You can be a criminal. You can be a rapist. You can be a murderer. Uh, don't worry about it. We're not going to do anything about it. Don't even worry about it. Uh, no, we're going to actually put you on a plane free of charge, fly you to basically your city of choice, uh, mm-hmm. put you on a bus in that city, and then turn you loose and say, all right, don't forget your court date. <clears throat> By the way, uh, Spunker 13... Wink, wink. Yeah, Spunker 1300R tweeted at us uh, that uh, the Canadian truckers should just go home right now and just stay there, as many have suggested. With their trucks yeah, just, in place? Just stay there. You're not, you're not <laughs> delivering jack crap. And let's see how well you uh, you can remove all of these trucks. I mean, there's got to be thousands of them. The the backup was 300 miles at one point. Uh, I doubt it's that that far now, but uh, it'd be I don't le- know what they're going to do. You know how you're always concerned about the perception game, mm-hmm. and and people see this and they get mad at the truckers. It's a lot less of a visual if the truckers do just pick up their toys and go home and park in their driveways, right? Yeah. It, because then you don't have the visuals of them clogging traffic. So I'm torn on which is the more effective yeah. means of protest here. But then if the if there's nothing on the shelves, then the people are most likely going to point the finger at Trudeau before the truckers because they won't have the visual of the trucks clogging up roads and right. blockades and all this stuff. Seriously, that would be effective. Get in your truck, drive it home, stay there. I'm good. <laughs> nothing on the shelves of Canadian grocery stores. Huh. I wonder if uh, Trudeau will would make uh, would uh, what he would make of that. He'd just call them terrorists all right. the more. Is he going to force you to drive and, your truck? Yeah, I mean, can't. he's trying to force you he to can't. inject something into your body that you want to have no part of, and so you're going to compel these people. That's called fascism, and that's exactly where Canada is right now, in America for that matter. Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And yes, to a certain extent, we're there as well. Yeah, Supreme Court knocked down half of that Biden edict, but still. And what's incredible is that in Europe, they're going the opposite direction. In Europe. In Europe? (laughs) (laughs) Now it's us using it in a good way. In Europe, the UK (laughs) dropped all restrictions. Right? Dropped them. Yeah. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, all of it's gone. Huh. And you don't hear of, I don't hear of any mass uh, infection lately. I mean, there's, yeah. Was it the Netherlands? Was the other country? I think so. I think it was. But I mean, there is pushback. I don't know if you want to see. I mean, there is signs of hope. There really is around the world in places like Australia, where they had a big crowd gather over the weekend. You want to play that, Rob? We got the big, um, I mean, this is Australia. I mean, this is a huge crowd. Look at this. And this is going on around the country. This is just oh, I one hadn't location. seen it yeah. Oh, yeah. until now. Wow, look at that. Yeah. That's a sizable gathering there. Yes, it is. Jeez. I mean, doesn't that look like... Um, Did they estimate the crowd size? I didn't see on this one, but that feels like Glenn's event. Yeah, it does. Uh, 826. It does. Okay. That and so, really does. Yeah, New Zealand, they went in front of parliament there. I mean, that's a couple hundred thousand people at least. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big time there. And wow. like I said, you know, New Zealand's got it going on too. I don't know if we have pictures from there. Let's see uh, New Zealand. But they were uh, in the mud and the rain. They were out there and... There okay, well, that's yeah. a... Slightly less impressive. Well, that's a zoomed in. Of, that's a zoomed in. Zoomed thing. in. Yeah. Yeah. They're all around Parliament there. So. Huh. God bless them. All around the world, man. 
What else we got? Let's see. Is there a... Oh, can we show the Alberta situation? The 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 locals there at the border between Montana and Alberta um, when the police came to... Did we already show that? Did we show that yesterday, Pat? Do you recall? Mm, I don't think so. Where, where they were locked arm in arm? Yeah, we showed this. Okay. Sorry. Oh, maybe we did. So this is the kind of stuff Trudeau's talking about in his speech. Yeah, all around Canada. Look at the this terrorism kind of stuff going on is there. Illegal. <laughs> Look at it. Wow. The number of explosions, <laughs> bullets flying, arm in arm, man. People completely out of control in <laughs> sub-zero degrees. Oh yeah, it's windy. Cold. Look, you saw how cold. windy and gross that was. Oh, mm-hmm. God bless him. Canada, hang in there. Ugh. Jeez. Uh, the mayor of Boston sat down for a question and answer session with the <laughs> constituents, and that didn't exactly go as planned. Yeah, for her. Oh. So she's unable to join. Okay, so... And so she's ignoring all the comments to her about (laughs) tyranny and mandates and lockdowns and stop with us. So she's trying to have a... Uh, she's trying desperately to find something she can read. By answering any questions anyone has. You're answering any questions. You're uh, ruining Boston. (laughs) Allow individual choice. Well, okay, not any questions oh, you might happy have. Happy New Year. Yes, Year of the Tiger. Oh, oh happy she found New one. Year. Happy New Year. Yay. Year of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Segregation, mandates, okay, stop I mean, the tyranny. We're checking with the congressman's team. And no, read if, these. If it comes down to it, I will log Unmask our kids. Jeez. Couple of each other. <laughs> How old is she? She looks really young. I don't know. Uh... And apparently it people are on. loving the job loving she's doing. Yeah, she's doing good. Loving it. Somebody help me in here. Mm-hmm. IT. Mm-hmm. How do I unplug this thing? Yeah. <laughs> she's just looking like a deer in headlights. Can't figure out yeah, what well, to do. And she's, yeah, what's uh, my favorite thing about Boston Winter? Oh, what's your favorite thing about Boston Winter? <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. I, I, <laughs> she can read I like one so. in ten messages. <laughs> she's just, she just two oh, weeks man. ago. Turned 37. Uh, 37, yeah. Yeah. Michelle Wu. Huh. Mm. Well, you're doing a stellar job there. Stellar. People love it. And people are recognizing that, Love the job she's doing. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, th- th- that's... I mean, those are examples of people pushing back, right? You know, mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand, Boston. Yep. Um, they're done with it. They're done, yeah. But it's, it's a terrifying time right now. I don't know if you want to... We had the door-to-door with the Ottawa police... I mean, did you see this where they are, you know, you've said it so many times, Pat. I mean, they're they're watching you online. They're absolutely watching us and everything we do and trying to stop us oh, yeah. from organizing. And so here's uh, here's some video of, of police showing up. Intimidation time. Uh, at residents' house, Sorry, houses. Sorry, since you're at my home, can Sorry. I just get your name and your badge number, yeah. please? I have a card here. Okay. It's Erica Ingram. Thank okay. you. And this is just some information about peaceful protests. That's all it is. Okay, all so is. you saw something on my Facebook? No, on the Facebook group. <clears throat> okay. And decided to come to my personal residence to oh, that's give crazy. me information about oh peaceful protests? <laughs> yes. Okay, so huh. are okay. the Peterborough police? Wow. No, you're with OPP? Um, are yeah, you guys you know now me. monitoring people's <laughs> Facebook pages? <laughs> Or Facebook groups to who comments as to what their um, mm. 
mm-hmm. uh, status updates are or what they're doing or okay. so within the group? Just like because of the protests happening province-wide, yes, we oh. have been monitoring the protests. Okay? Oh, okay. So okay. there's a protest coming up. I'm yeah. simply providing you with information about a peaceful protest, and now I'm leaving. Oh, okay. That is all. Uh, so bye-bye. The Ontario Provincial Police are watching what people are doing on Facebook in different groups, whether or not they're commenting, participating, liking, <laughs> and you guys are now doing service calls <laughs> to give people information about peaceful protest. Yeah, it's just a proactive measure yep. to make sure oh, you I got it. your rights about peaceful protest. Just being proactive. I have a copy of the Canadian Charter <laughs> of Rights and Freedoms, so, so I'm well within that and, and <laughs> very understanding of that. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm... I'm hoping that uh, you guys aren't going to waste our tax dollars continuing to do this to everybody. But uh, now it's nice to know that wow. uh, we're we're being watched. <laughs> There's nothing. So. Do you have any questions? <laughs> the cell phone numbers on the card. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Yep. We're just friendly little Nazis going door to door. <laughs> just trying to stay proactive. You know, <laughs> like the brown shirts. Uh, they were really proactive, and uh, we want to be proactive as well. Right now, we're just monitoring you and giving you friendly reminders at your door. Boy, is that chilling. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the like of it. You really have that amount of time to devote to this and waste on this that you're sending officers to residents' homes who are part of a Facebook group. Huh. Yep, just giving you information on uh, peaceful protest. Now I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to go. When I come All back, right. I'll have stormtroopers with me. So you're monitoring what I'm doing online? Yep, uh, yep. And well, just not you, the group. The group. The group. Uh, we're going to just show up at everybody's house. <laughs> That's all. Okay, have a nice day now. Gray Unleashed. A lot of interesting things going on right now. Uh, the uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms doing some interesting oh, yeah. things. They're encouraging people to celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah, we got the tweet for that. That's fun. Uh, by turning on an ex-partner. Here's yeah, Check out the tweet. <laughs> Valentine's Day can still be fun, even if you broke up. You have information about a former or current Partner involved in illegal gun activity? God. Let us know. Creepy. And we'll make sure it's a Valentine's Day to remember, then they give you the number to call. I, I, this is just so chilling what's going on here with these government agencies. Mm, wait a minute. A former, there's an ex that's involved in illegal gun activity? Uh-huh. I know an ex-president. Perhaps you've heard of him. His name is Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And what he was doing is he was illegally running guns... Uh, to drug cartels. Oh, let the ATF know. I should let them know. Sure, they'd be really interested in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they were. Uh, that's true. They were running guns to Mexicans. Right, and that led to uh, crimes uh, both in America and abroad. In fact, uh, one of our border agents lost his life mm-hmm. as a result of it. Mm-hmm. And then the Paris uh, nightclub. Oh my gosh, there. that's right. I forgot about the Paris nightclub terrorists so... who used. <laughs> right. Wow. It's amazing. Traveled all over the world. Those guns. Unbelievable. And then when Obama was approached about it, he said, well, that was started by the previous administration. Uh, no. No, it was not. Started in 2010 by Barack Obama. <laughs> so liars. Just liars, tramps, and thieves is what they are.
888-900-3393. I also love the fact that the, the Canadian media is pushing this bizarre theory, this conspiracy theory, that truckers, the truckers that are in the Freedom Convoy, uh, they're Russian agents. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, in fact, this, I believe this is a CBC broadcast. Mm-hmm, probably. And uh, they're, they're actually discussing it. Even after two weeks of chaos, it's still unclear exactly who is behind the so-called truckers convoy. But it's clear they're well connected as police in Ottawa clamped down on Parliament Hill. Other mm. protests began popping up across Ontario and elsewhere. Mm. Earlier today, I spoke with New Brunswick cybersecurity expert David Shipley, who says Canadian protesters are being directed and manipulated by foreign agents. Oh. Uh Who would have reason right now to cause as much chaos in Canada as possible? Well, Uh, top of that list is Russia. We are actively engaged in a geopolitical battle about the future of Ukraine. Our foreign affairs minister. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Russia's laser focused on Canada right now. Right now. (laughs) What what are the Canadians going to do about this? Can we go into the Ukraine? Uh, Will what will the Canadians do if we Mm. if we do this? And we, I just want to so bad. I want to take back Ukraine. You think so? We part should. of the motherland. So who's in the way? Uh, C- Canada. The Canadians are. Oh, those darn Canadians. It's always the Canadians blocking ah, our path. The Canadian Mounties. What if they, you know, come down from wherever yeah, they are? Get on a boat. And first. get on a boat and come over here. Yeah, then, then you got trouble because they're always, always in the way of Russia's plans. Canada. Darn those Canadians! Don't! All right, let's see what else you have to say. Our Prime Minister, others have been very vocal in our support mm-hmm. for the Ukraine, yeah. um, and it seems very likely that the tactics that we're seeing, the creation of these massive Facebook groups using uh, fake identities, or in the case now alleged by a U.S. media outlet, a stolen identity of a Missouri woman oh to create these groups and to foster communication amongst hundreds of thousands of people. This mm. is the Russian Internet Research Agency playbook writ large. But we have other enemies as well. I mean, you have yeah. China, you have other states. Oh, could be China too. down my list of suspects, right. and they don't have enough evidence to win in a court of law. From your living room. That right now. He doesn't have uh, enough evidence a, for a court of law. Moves what a Russia surprise. Has made in the past, the United <laughs> States, yeah. and, and is continuing right. to do around the world. Thank we you, Harry. We were warned, Harry. We oh, were warned he's not Harry. Like the we other guy's here. That the pandemic okay. oh, yeah. um, was a realistic threat to us. We were warned mm-hmm. that... The amplification of yeah. extremist views on uh-huh. social media was right. a direct threat, yeah. and we didn't do anything, and now our capital and is now, occupied. <laughs> and now our, now our capital is occupied <laughs> by Russian agents who don't want us to get in the way right. of them going into the into Ukraine. <laughs> he has at no uh, wow. point said anything about vaccine mandates for truckers in Canada. No. Well, that has nothing to do with it. That's it was just why. The, the, so the timing was just too perfect. These are all KGB operatives, man. All KGB or that is FSB or whatever they go by today. They're Russian agents. See, I thought them showing up at the Canadian Parliament on the first day of the Parliament session mm-hmm. had something to do with the timing. Oh, my You're gosh. saying, okay. I'm, you are so naive, I, Keith. Obviously, I'm sorry. Wow. What were you, born yesterday? I did not realize the bitter (laughs) rivalry that was Russia v. Canada. (laughs) It is bitter. 
It is bitter, and not just in hockey. Uh huh. It's bitter in all aspects of life. Because okay. they know if there's one nation on this earth that can stop their agenda in mm-hmm. Ukraine, <clears throat> it's Canada. It's those hosers. It's Canada. The freaking Mounties. All right. Always goes back to Canada. Uh, I think there was there was more to come on this Russian oh, agent good. situation. Let's so. learn. Mm-hmm. What should governments here be doing as they come into conflict uh, with surrender. these groups? We need to just the surrender. The best hope that we have is yeah. some of the smart moves that we actually saw our province do this week. Okay. Which is to take preemptive action, have realistic fines, and real... Uh, consequences, Real consequences for the disruption of civil society and, and using our laws and the rule of law to navigate this. And that's a short-term thing. But we got into this mess because we did not take the threat of social media disinformation Disinformation? Seriously. We did not. Yeah, they didn't. And uh, I still haven't mentioned one word about what this is actually about uh, because I'm... You, you talk about misinformation and disinformation. Wow, this is all of that and to about the 1,000th power. (laughs) It's just bizarre. Are there people in Canada listening to this broadcast and actually believing that these are Russian agents instead of just normal truckers who are sick and tired of the mandates? Couldn't be that, right? Because we all know it's really fun to live under tyranny. We love it. So how could they possibly be protesting that? They can't. It's only been two years when we told you it was going to be 15 days. What? You can't take 15 days to two years and just roll with it? What's the matter with you? Obviously, you're Russian agents. <laughs> I mean, that's... God, I just... I've been... I stand corrected. I can't take it. You're correct. And there's one more section. I oh, mm-hmm. what do you propose or would you suggest be done to uh, eliminate the online threat or the vulnerabilities that Canada faces right now on social media? In the midterm, we need to subject social media platforms to reasonable regulation of the algorithms that they use to the- promote influence and amplify hate, fear and anger. Uh, The evidence in the social dilemma, Francis Haugen's testimony, the the body of evidence is in. These companies profit off of pain and conflict and that needs to be brought to heel today. Mm. And we need the CRTC, which has reasonable regulation Mm. over Mm. the power of broadcast media because Mm. of the power and possibility of that medium to both help or hurt Canadian citizens to be brought to bear on social media. And I'm talking about the companies and the algorithms, not about individual posts by individuals, because those can be dealt with through existing Canadian laws around hate speech and other things. It's that artificial Uh amplification. It's the social media funhouse mirror distortion. We think that social media is a reflection of our society and it is absolutely not. And we have to get that distortion under control. We spent the whole last month talking about the funhouse mirror distortion to Canadian democracy. And we better wake up about it. Oh, he said about (laughs) for a change. I mean, that's the takeaway. He had one moment where he said about. (laughs) He spoke like an actual person. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust, because uh, what are you going to say about that nonsense? Uh-huh. It, it, that is the dumbest take I've ever heard. <laughs> right, well, the things I'm going to say about that uh, uh, aren't for air. <laughs> 
Uh, if you're trying to sell your home, maybe you're relocating, and so you're selling and buying. Ah, there's so many aspects to it. Oh, man. Been thinking about selling our home. Uh, and then we decided, well, maybe we'll just update it and see what happens. And now we've got to go through all these changes and figure out what should be done, what shouldn't be done, how much do you want to spend. You've got to make all of those decisions. What color do people like now? Well, these realtors have been out with you know, hundreds or even thousands of buyers, and so they know they know what people are looking for in a home, and they know what you're going to get your money out of. And so if you want to sell your home quickly and for the most amount of money, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. These are the people with experience and the commitment and the track records that uh, you can count on. Real Estate Agents I Trust, the name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. So obviously we have our own problems here in America, Pat, but mm-hmm. I posed the question on Twitter, when do we liberate Canada? And Tobin for Pope campaign uh, says he can already hear the anti-war left chants, no blood for syrup. And <laughs> I'm sorry, definitely blood for syrup. Am I right? Yeah. You would go up there for that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, they've, they've got to be freed. <laughs> so that they can enjoy their pancakes again. I want that reserve. You know? I want their uh, maple syrup uh, reserve. Which is, was it 90% of the entire world reserve? It's something like that. It's yeah. a cartel. In fact. It is a cartel. It's a bigger cartel than OPEC. It just reminded me, uh, Josh Parker, <clears throat> Parker Maple. Remember that kid who started the maple syrup thing? Yeah, uh, in uh, Vermont. Yeah, so um, he's actually going to be my guest coming up on Thursday on At The Mic. And he talks about this and cool. how you know, the industry is... It's tough to break through that cartel. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. Really, so, he addresses yeah, the Canadian yeah, we cartel. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, awesome. Anyhow, uh, that's awesome. This is, I mean, the Western society. You're going to be more free or less free a year from now, Pat? What do you think? Mm. I mean, there, there's evidence on both less. sides for both arguments here. Yeah. Less, you think less? Less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, sixty-one percent of your audience. Uh, Agrees with you that that basically 2022 is a watershed okay. year for America and all of humanity, quite frankly. When it's over, will we be more uh-huh. free than today? 39%, 39.3, uh, less free than today, 60.7%. Yeah. Buried under more tyranny wins the day on uh, that poll. Jeez. I don't know, man. There's, I don't know. There's, there's good signs out there. Yeah. Yeah, there are some. But yeah. there's equally bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. Very true. Maybe by a 61 to 39% margin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. I think we're joined by uh, President Braindead. The President of the United States is on the phone oh, right what? now. What? Joe Nuh-uh. Biden. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah. Uh, uh, had an impersonator on yesterday. He misrepresented me exponentially. <laughs> here, to set, here to set the record straight. Okay, good. Straight, good. Hey, Lebanese, whatever you want to be. Uh-huh. Pfizer's been poking me in the side lately about the issue that's currently plaguing our nation. That's the issue of inflation. I'm here to tell you it's, it's, that's a serious problem. It's no joke. What mm-hmm. I want to know, what, what would we all do without inflation? Inflatables. Inflate, inflatable ability. And the balloons. The balloons. Balloons, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. mess with the balloons. cannot go mm. to a birthday party or a wedding without a slight 
helium accident. That's no joke. That's <laughs> I'm serious, man. That's no joke. It's no Kids joke. Parties are just as neat as inflation as white parties. And the white <laughs> parties and the P, P Diddles and my, my good friend Puffy Pop Combs. Wait, and, uh-huh. You've ever been to a birthday party and you lost your balloon? Uh-huh. You lost your balloon. Right. Here to tell you, I'm committed. I'm committed mm. to a mental institution. <laughs> yeah, that, that's in a post haste. If you're not, you certainly should be. And uh, I fully back that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll sign that. the papers hey, hey, for you. Don't, hey, man, don't, 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 don't be a shine cracker here to me. Don't be a, <laughs> a don't shine be a cracker. Hold on. A baggy wrinkle. Uh, a fob doodle. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I mean, the last thing I want to be is a fob doodle. Uh, I gave up my fob doodle days, actually, quite would a while ago. Would you be yeah, a shine you're cracker? Wise, you're, you're a wise guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 wise guy. <laughs> Okay. So, obviously, this is our friend uh, Nick from Illinois, hey. who has been, I think, oh, preoccupied is? with some other things I thought it was Joe for the last, what? How long's it been, <sighs> Nick, since you've been going through, I mean, you went through cancer treatments, right? If we remember correctly? <laughs> yes, that is that is true. I went through cancer treatments. And uh, speaking of Joe Biden, by the way, where's the, uh, where's the cure? What? Th- thank you. Yeah, where... Because he did say uh, that when he was elected... I promise you, uh, if I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Going to cure cancer. Well, I mean, what are we waiting for? Not there yet. Not there. (laughs) Well, I mean, you would think that would be a day one priority if if you can make that promise, if you're president. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... it wouldn't pass the priority that is killing the Keystone Pipeline. So we can understand maybe a little bit of right, a delay there. Right, Yeah, because you... he got the pipeline killed right away. Thank you. That was like first day, I think. First day, yep. Uh, when people like our friend Nick and so many of us would uh, benefit through something like that. If, if we actually did a moonshot for cancer, uh, for a cancer cure, I, I think it would happen. I think if you really challenged the scientific community the medical community we want a cure for cancer and we want it in mm-hmm. this decade just like jfk did with the moonshot i think it would happen yeah nick how are you feeling these days man are you i think we uh, lost him oh I think we lost him. well anyhow he he thanks this audience for the, the mass prayers. amount of prayers that he received yeah, and it's was great so that he's doing grateful better. and he wanted to say thank you to you and thanks day. for calling uh nick that's Absolutely. great to hear from you Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Interestingly enough, you know the Olympics had absolutely. These are the Winter Olympics, by the way. No snow, no actual, real, natural snow. <laughs> Not a flake of it. Uh, and so they had to manufacture it. It was all man-made. It was mm-hmm. all artificial snow until this week when they got huge snowstorms all right yeah. that were blinding and now they've got too much snow <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to get rid of the natural snow now oh god it's unbelievable what goes on uh all right yeah. more well, coming up here in just a minute pat gray unleashed thank you uh for being with us triple eight Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we were talking about uh, the the games in China at the Olympics. Finally, getting some snow, and it got to the point where it was 
too much snow mixed with the artificial snow and the and the natural snow and so it wasn't going well and it was a weird surface um and so they were they were trying to eliminate the natural snow and get back to the artificial <laughs> bizarre now while i was reading the article about that they also mentioned that it's rare in china to receive uh actual snow during the winter at least in this part of china they don't they don't get snow how did they get the winter games Again, mm-hmm. why and how did China get these games in the first place? It doesn't snow there. Come on. Why do you have the the Olympic Games then? Absolutely bizarre. Uh, but one of the cool things, Aaron Jackson ended a drought of U.S. speed skating medals by uh, winning the women's 500 meter mm. the other day. Uh, she became the first African-American woman to win gold or any medal. In the sport. Not a big sport for African Americans, apparently. Uh, it's also the first medal for an American speed skate uh, speed skater in Beijing. And the first individual speed skating medal won by an American since the 2010 Vancouver Games. Wow. Amazing. Uh, some other things to note. The Russian skater, the 15-year-old that won the gold. Yeah, she's just on a banned substance. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Because apparently the International Olympic Committee is not worried about it. They're allowing her to continue to compete. <laughs> and, and they said, they said, yeah, her young age was a determining factor. Yeah. So it's okay to use illegal drugs. If you're 15. If you're yeah. Fi- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, an adult gave it to her or something. I, 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 I don't know. It's either it's banned right. and illegal or it's not right and i can understand the extenuating circumstances in this case right it was like a heart condition or something like that but if it's on the list it's on the list right yeah you never right. give any kind of leeway to anyone else russia uh if this were an american skater oh, who yeah. had won gold she'd be stripped of the medal oh. and not allowed to compete and probably imprisoned oh yeah but definitely sent home if not imprisoned publicly shamed. she continues to skate yeah i it's outrageous. It's, I mean, it's outrageous. What a joke. All of those biases are seemingly resurfacing now at these Olympic Games. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're Russian, you know, with the Russian Olympic Committee, or you're Chinese, then you're fine. Don't worry about it. You can do whatever you want. I mean, that's sort of it's sort of the theory. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh then there's the story of Eileen Gu. She's an 18-year-old American. Mm-hmm. American citizen born and raised in the United States of America <laughs> with one parent American, the other's part Chinese, I guess. She's been, per- she had been performing for the American ski team. Huh. And all of a sudden she switched allegiance and now she's competing for China and winning gold for China. Oh my. Pisses me off. Yeah. And I- then she said something about the VPN access. Did you see that? Like people were complaining, you know, hey, we can't get internet access here in China. He's like, oh. ah, you should get a VPN. You could get around it that way. Just get a VPN. What's the problem? <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I don't know that that's that's your answer there, China. Interesting. Yeah, so... So, of course, she's a superstar almost yeah. overnight in China Yep. now. Because, you know, she's pretty. She's got model kind of looks, supposedly. And, and she's talented. She's really good at, at skiing. And she's winning for them, which they otherwise wouldn't be. Those would be American medals. I'm so tired of people being 
trained here, growing up here, uh, and then we send them off to some other country to compete against us and win medals. I, it's it doesn't make any sense. And to you me. talk about these games really starting to have a Cold War era feel to them mm-hmm. with the way things are going with the rulings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the women's hockey gold medal match tomorrow and the men's hockey gold medal match on Thursday, both featuring USA versus Canada, I mean, based on what's happening in Canada right now, is this yeah, kind of a kind of another Cold War Cold era? Cold War era, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Now, the men in the preliminary competition already beat the, yes. the Canadians 4-2, yes. to so uh, I hope they can do it again. And what's interesting about the men's hockey team, they're not NHL stars. The NHL... Uh, decided they they were going to opt out of these games. Mm-hmm. These are all young kids just out of college, or fifteen of them are still in college. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's like the old days when our our college players used to beat the the Russian pros every single Olympic games until 1972, when they cheated over and over and over again to finally beat us the first time. Uh, but <laughs> it's really kind of cool what's going on with both the men and the women. So they might both, uh, they're both in the gold medal game. And like you said, they're they're both playing uh, Canada for the gold medal. So that continues. Uh, interesting. Good luck to our, I, I'm starting to develop. I mean, we're like 10 or 12 days into this. And I'm only now starting to become interested. Probably because you're angry. Yeah. At what's be. happening to us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah. There's a little controversy going on. So it's piqued my interest <laughs> and pissed me off. <laughs> Especially the Eileen Goo thing. That's almost like treason to me. Mm -hmm. I just, I, every time I see her, it angers me. (laughs) Uh, Also, (laughs) speaking of being angered by things, Showtime has a new show that's uh, definitely not pro-white. And I think you'll discover that. I don't know how much of this you're going to be able to handle. How long is it? Two minutes? Two minutes, I think, yeah. All right, let's see it. Warning, this trailer may trigger white what people. What annoys me most about white people is when they pretend like they're the victim. <laughs> What's also annoying when is, is that, when by they, the way? you know, when they kill us. Oh my what is fragile about whiteness when everything has been constructed around it? <laughs> Every part of who I am has been distorted or criminalized. It's really just a bunch of white lies. <laughs> Stop in the Capitol! You're not patriots. You're ridiculous. One of the definitions of American whiteness is ignorance. Oh my gosh. We are not your problem. What racists? Should white people today feel any responsibility for slavery? (laughs) Hell yeah. White Jesus or black Jesus? Jesus was not white. Think of geography. Um, Ain't no way Jesus walked around with blonde okay, hair and I blue can. eyes. That's it. All right. I got it. <laughs> Who's ever said Jesus had blonde hair and blue eyes, by the way? Uh, yeah, I don't know anybody who has. <laughs> I've never heard it. It's never been taught in my study schools. Uh, that's good, right? Wow. Yeah, that's go. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Turn everything around and make it uh, uh, say the same thing about blacks. And what would happen? Warning, this trailer may trigger black people. Can you imagine? You wouldn't get past the first frame. No. It'd be over. You'd be canceled. And the show would be uh, canceled immediately. Uh, and Showtime would be boycotted. Yeah. I, oh, man. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. <sighs> what a world. Mm-hmm. What a world. 
By the way, the New York Times getting hammered online for calling Asian Americans overrepresented in U.S. figure skating. <laughs> and again, I'm going to do it again. There we go. It's like saying blacks are overrepresented in the NBA. <sighs> are they? <laughs> no, they're not because they're the they're the guys who have won this through merit. Yeah. In the NBA, it's based on merit. As it should be. The best basketball players are going to play basketball. Uh, in figure skating, the best figure skaters are going to skate for the United States. In hockey, the best hockey players are going to play hockey. <laughs> I just saw a thing on hockey where, I don't know, there's not enough black NHL coaches. How many black NHL players are there in the NHL? Not many. Yeah, I can think of a few, but that's there's a, a but, few. But proportionally, you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah. this is. I mean, they're not proportionate in in hockey, uh, because apparently that's a sport that they're not as interested in. Okay, well, I'm not that interested in cricket, so there's probably not a lot Whoa. of Americans, whitey Americans, in cricket. Whoa. New York Times faced another online public relations nightmare though Friday when they char- characterized Asian Americans in figure skating as overrepresented. Article pointed out that Asian Americans have come to dominate the sport of figure skating, which previously <laughs> had been predominantly white. Uh-huh. But it was their use of the word overrepresented that made many on Twitter <laughs> lash out in confusion and anger. Figure skating in the United States is now plainly an Asian American sport, uh, said the Times. Asians make up around 7% of the U.S. population, but have been become vividly overrepresented in ice rinks and competitions at every level from coast to coast. They don't have any facts on it, though. Right, because they're What's, winning, though. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's just like the meritocracy you talked about in the NBA. Same thing. New York Times. Same exact thing. In, in the NBA, in football, in figure skating, it's based on how good are you? And, and it's lo- the backlash on this. I love it. It's the left eating their own again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love it when that happens. I love when the left eats their own. Many on social media took objection to what they perceived as a negative tone to the word mm. overrepresented. Please tell us how many Asians are the appropriate amount <laughs> on the ice rink, New York Times. That was uh, Christina Wong of Breitbart News. Liberals embrace racism, especially against Asian Americans, uh, said Ted Cruz, Republican from Texas. New York Times casually spreading anti-Asian propaganda. From uh, Danny Haifung. My favorite attempts at wokeness are the ones that look awful to the woke and non-woke alike. All right. I love it. That's good. Noah Bloom tweeted. Uh, and that's true. And, you know, our our best male figure skater is uh, Nathan Chen. So if he's the best, of course, he's the one that's going to represent the United States. Right? It's just weird. Mm. It's just weird. And again, it's like when NASCAR uh, decided that they were going to go into the inner city and try to build ovals so that uh, blacks would be more interested in in auto racing. Wait, come back? Yeah, this was early 2000s, maybe? Uh, Like the mid-2000s? NASCAR was concerned about the fact that there were... uh, I think at that time there were no black drivers in NASCAR. And so they wanted to reach out. To the black community <laughs> like what okay what? well how are you going to do that if either they're interested or they're not you're going to force it uh, and i guess they were going to try so strange and they were going to build ovals mm. in 
like urban places? I, that might have been my suggestion and, to them. It, it, now that I think about it, it I think they're going to build ovals in the fourth ward uh, in Houston and uh, see if they could get black uh, kids to drive on them. Um, I, I don't want the noise in my neighborhood. <laughs> Keep your race cars out, my hood. Yeah, so that you don't, you don't, you're not in favor. of I that. I would not be in favor of that. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. But it's just silly. All, yeah. all this stuff about race, and it, you know, it goes exactly against what Martin Luther King taught and fought for and spoke about his entire life. And for some reason, that's been thrown right out the window. We're supposed to focus now all of our attention on race. We're not supposed to be colorblind because that is itself racism. Yeah. You must see color. You got it. And you must promote the colors uh, that are that no, all colors but white. So there you go. <laughs> it's a fun world. It's a fun time to be alive, is it not? It's a fun time, yeah. Oh, I'm loving it. Yeah, it's a fun, fun time. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about something that's really really important um because abortion is the leading cause of death in the united states and around the world since roe v wade over 63 million babies have been aborted in the u.s alone something like uh 1.2 billion worldwide can you believe that Uh, it's just astounding devastating so it's really time to do something about it that's why the ministry of preborn is partnering with blaze media <clears throat> to help rescue as many babies as we possibly can this year. And you can be a part of it. Preborn is the direct comp- the direct competition to Planned Parenthood. They're the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the U.S. When a woman who is considering an abortion sees her baby on the ultrasound and hears the heartbeat, the chance that she's going to choose life goes up to 80%. So this is really important work they're doing. Really, really important work. Over the last 15 years, Preborn has counseled over 340,000 women considering abortion. So, if you can, $28 buys one ultrasound for a woman. Gives it gives her the chance to see one ultrasound for free. $140 buys five. Whatever you can afford. Maybe it's just $5 or $1. To donate, dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Plant-based center life. Tweet, censorship is the child of fear, the father of ignorance, and the desperate weapon of fascists everywhere. Wow, that's powerful. That's good stuff. Is that a quote from somebody? I mean, don't make me look this up. I don't know that I've seen it before, but it's powerful. Child of fear sounds like a Yoda saying. Censorship. (laughs) Child of fear censorship is. Yes, yes. Father of ignorance it is. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm Googling these phrases. Keep, Keep going. Father of ignorance. What was the other one? A uh, desperate weapon of fascists everywhere. Well, I, I'm kind of let down. I didn't get... Find paid. a way to say that backward? I could not. Hmm? Yes. <laughs> no. no. You like uh, you liking yes. the uh, Boba Fett, speaking of Yoda, Baby Yoda, and all that stuff? Loving the Boba Fett. Okay, that was yeah. good. So people I to- liked it up until the last three episodes. Then it turned to love. Strengthened uh, my feelings toward it. Really good. Wow. Yeah, really good. Well, that's good. 
Okay. Uh, so I'm interested to see what's where they're going to take it next. Yeah, what's the next show we got coming down the pike from? Uh, Obi-Wan, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi is going is to be a star unto himself, and it'll be interesting to see if they use Luke in that series. No, they can't, right? Yeah, they can't, because Luke didn't know him. Oh, by the way, um, you're familiar <laughs> with uh, Laurie Haas Anderson, right? That's who that quote's from. Oh, of course. Yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah. That's why I said that was a quote from, but I couldn't remember uh, Lori's full name at, at the time for a moment. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, maskless meandering malcontent tweets, with my last name being white, I'm constantly reminded of my privileged life. Yeah, I bet you are. Racist. Thank you. Just implicit. Parents were obviously racist. Your oh. grandparents... Yep. I mean, that goes on and on and Could on. Have changed that name long time uh-huh. ago. Right. Well, now, now it's on you. Too late now. Mr. Too White. late. Yesterday, Kamala Harris gave a speech, uh, and <laughs> this is, this is a speech that, <laughs> that Rhonda Locklear from the Lumpy Tribe would have been interested in. Check yes. this out. So I will begin with what I believe is a simple truth. Okay, here we go. In the 21st century, high-speed internet is uh-huh. a necessity. Yes, yeah! Not a luxury. A necessity. A necessity. Our world has moved online. A right, if I may pause it for a second. And that is why from... A right, if I may be so bold. Please do. It's gone from a luxury to a necessity to a right. Yeah. You have a right to high-speed internet. Don't let anybody, any of those right-wing kooks tell you anything different. Okay? And I mean the highest of high-speed Technology. You you also have a right to 5G internet, too. 5G, wherever you don't have Wi-Fi access. Okay? And what if you don't have a device to pick up the high-speed internet or Hmm. the 5G Hmm. LTE? Well, then you have a right to a device, like an iPad. That's a great point. Such an oversight right there. Thank you. I mean, you might make it available, but if you have nothing to receive the signal with... What good is it? What good is it? Doesn't do you any good at all. So just, just a recap. So I would say you've got uh, not just, it's not just a luxury, it's a necessity, not just a necessity, but a right. Mm-hmm. And if that's a right, then so is the device to receive it. Right. And we're not, and don't try this dial up and this DSL. No, don't give me any of that. No, we're talking Mm-mm. full mm-hmm. speed ahead. Let's see what else she had to say. Let's. And that is why from day one, the president and I have fought to make it easier mm. for everyone to access and afford mm-hmm. high-speed internet. Okay. Today, we are celebrating a major milestone in that fight. Okay. What is it? What is you the see, milestone? during the pandemic, uh-huh. millions of people, families mm-hmm. in particular, yeah. depended on high-speed internet. Sure did. Young people use the internet to access to digital it. textbooks, yeah. attend virtual classes, surf the internet, and like collaborate on science projects, all at mm-hmm. their kitchen table. Oh, wow. Parents use the internet to mm-hmm. buy groceries, sure. paper towels, and other paper daily towels. essentials. Yeah. The internet allowed folks <laughs> to take care of their children and to buy towels and get their essential needs paper towels. accomplished. Yeah. Business owners <laughs> like the one I met from Missouri last year oh, rely on the internet to coordinate with suppliers overseas. Wow. Many workers use the internet to do their jobs virtually. Many of them People do. People everywhere use high-speed internet to stream movies for family movie night. Jaleesa mm-hmm. talked about that. <laughs> yeah. To video chat with friends that are far away. Sure. To view a tutorial on how to fix Totorial? that leaky faucet. 
Yeah, get to a, read the news, the check to- the weather, tutorial? or plan a trip. For so many of us, <laughs> is we that a use tutorial that you do with your toes? As an essential what and integrated that? part of our daily lives. Hey? Right. Yeah, yeah. Hey? What she said. Yeah. A- and if I might be so bold, there's more to it. My name is Rhonda Locklear. The, okay. I'm from Pembroke. Yeah. And I'm a member of the Lumbee Tribe <laughs> of North right. Carolina. Right. <laughs> I have two children. Children. And like any mother, mother, I want the best for my boys. Of course you do. Of course you do. Jacob, Jacob my oldest, her is oldest. a transferring student Noelle. to UNC Pembroke. Keep that in mind. Oldest. And Isaac is in the eighth grade yeah. at Pembroke Middle School. Middle School. Like most families mm-hmm. who across the state across the who state. either don't have access to high-speed internet mm-hmm. who, or, or who can't, or afford, who can't it. afford it, we were stuck with dial-up service in oh, our home see. until two months ago. Until just two months ago. I Sucks. feel that this has put she my feels family at a disadvantage, I'm guessing, right? At a severe disadvantage. Severe. Obviously, it has. You, you minimize severe. her pain. So no, it depends I, on I, the internet. Let me apologize Thank for that. You. I need to apologize. Thank you. Because I called it just... A disadvantage. Thank you. When in reality, we all know and have known for 12 years now, it was a severe Thank disadvantage. Thank you. Severe. She suffered. Her children, her children suffered, especially her oldest, Jacob. Her oldest, Jacob, couldn't surf the internet like he likes. All right. All right. <laughs> so I, I apologize <laughs> profusely. Thank you. To okay. complete his assignments for school. Right. Yeah. Complete he often uses the internet often, to work times, on reports, or projects, reports. Or often, or at times, or often to just do research. At, at times. Yeah. Research, Pat. Mm-hmm. Research, that's what I meant. I watched him struggle with the dial-up service right. and observed him get frustrated oh. because Frustrated. he couldn't run on the web like he likes and needed to do. I needed to do. Seemingly mm-hmm. easy assignment. Seemingly took easy. Took him hours. Took to hours because he's an idiot. Maybe he's no, got I'm a sorry. No, it was. Watch. I don't mean that he was an idiot. Jacob, her oldest, uh-huh. is brilliant, <laughs> but because he was hampered by this severe, <laughs> severe. Yeah. What did you call disadvantage. it? Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Right. <laughs> Maybe he's just got a learning disability. No, no. no? It was just the dial-up. Well, it was just like the dial. It's a crutch. Isaac got very upset. Oh, and Isaac discouraged. He's the problem child, Isaac. Frustrated. He could not do what he needed what to needed do. Needed to Am do. I right? Right. As a mother, as a mother, it breaks my heart. Right. And causes me to feel. Yeah. That I have failed him. Well, you have. Yeah, I, I'm here to tell you, you have, Rhonda. Okay. You feel correctly. You failed. <laughs> listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. So, our super expensive million mile from Earth James Webb telescope that's supposedly going to yeah. see out into the universe farther than I'm anything excited. ever has. I like it. I really am too. I can't wait to see the first images. Uh, but it took a selfie? Yeah, we already have the first <clears> image. Um, <laughs> took of it. It's of itself. Yeah, and look at there, that, huh? there it is. Right? That's impressive. Shouldn't have bothered. Really? That's what we're... <laughs> What? Woo! What the heck? It took a selfie, huh? Yeah, okay. I guess... Uh, Your tax dollars at work. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that $10 billion went. That's where it is. To that beautiful selfie right there. Look at me, Mom. <laughs> uh-huh. That is... Well, it's lackluster, I'll say. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a letdown. 
start taking pictures that you're supposed to be taking. Okay, let's skip the selfies. <laughs> Like like You're, Rob put up there, telescope with an ego. Yeah, you know, you know, do your job, telescope. <laughs> Is the telescope trying to be a hit on TikTok or something? <laughs> Go viral? <laughs> Dumb. No, no more challenges. All right, telescope. Right. Just do your Just job. Just do your job and and get along. Okay. Let, let's see the universe from 14 billion years ago. That's what I want to see. <laughs> So do it. And this guy's out there holding the camera out to himself. Look, I know I'm supposed to be taking pictures of the universe, but uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Let me show you me first. Uh, a kid in school was given detention, and uh, he got lunch detention, and has. Uh, here's the reason that oh, he was given. Sounds serious. Hank Beanie, one day lunch detention. Reason. Now, kids in sixth grade, student was covering his ears while CNN was on. <laughs> what? I love this kid. He was asked to stop and listen to the video. He replied, I don't want to listen to Democrats. <laughs> sixth grade. That's so great. That is so, that, that's uh, young Keith Malinak right <laughs> He's there. He's a genius. I mean, this is, you need to be listening for the brainwashing kid. Like, we pipe CNN in here because no one else is going to watch them. Yeah. And so we're going to force the kids to, and you got to listen so you're properly indoctrinated. So the mom was notified on January 18th, I I would be so proud of this kid, mm-hmm. and I'd be marching down to that school to say, you're not giving him a detention for not wanting to listen to your propaganda? No. <sighs> That's great. Uh, speaking of the education field, uh, a pathead who is friends with a teacher, sent us this message. Mark my words, there's an education revolution coming in America, and it's going to come quick. Oh, it's a teacher writing. Okay. According to the NEA, 55% of teachers are thinking about getting out of the field. Wow. Having spent this school year subbing almost every day, I can tell you it has started. Teachers aren't waiting until the end of the year. Many are leaving now. Districts are struggling to get enough substitutes to go around. And in some states, the governor has called up the National Guard to fill in his substitutes. Wow, I've never heard of that. Wow, that'll be a fun class. I didn't know that was a role they could fill. Here's what I'm seeing. Teachers are tired and stressed and don't feel supported by parents in the community. They're dealing with helicopter parents that think their children can do no wrong, book bans, ban on discussing controversial issues, Legislation such as Parents' Bill of Rights. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Uh, that aim to make their jobs much harder. Standardized testing, debates over school vouchers, communities that won't pass school bond issues to replace their ancient buildings that need con- being condemned, COVID, virtual learning, covering for classes that can't get teachers or subs, and so much more. Some of those things I agree with. Right, absolutely. Many of them, in fact. <laughs> Many have master's degrees, but their salaries don't match their level of education. Teachers' pay is insufficient. Likewise, substitutes make less than the high school students that are flipping burgers at McDonald's in the evenings. Oh, I don't doubt that. Colleges are shuttering their education departments because of lack of enrollment. Uh, Mark my words, the revolution must come soon or our children will not have any teachers left to educate them. Dang. Hmm. Shoot. Uh, I'm not sure some of her... (laughs) Her concerns are valid, though. Right. Because you're complaining about the the parents' rights. Mm-hmm. 
uh, school vouchers. No, I mean, there's just, a lot of things. Just so there. you know, that's not a padhead telling you this. No, it, I know. That's, okay, she okay. got it from a, a teacher. Yeah, who's posting this, this on this "woe is me" message board, where right. basically teachers are saying, "Oh no, what do we do? Parents care all of a sudden. Oh no, we we we're going to be held accountable for this stuff that we're teaching these kids." Right. Thank uh, heaven. Thank heaven. Um, Get them out. You remember Ireland out. Baldwin? She was 11 when we talked about her on the radio a lot. Uh, so it was a long time ago. It was, I think it was 2008-ish. Uh, she was 11 years old, and her dad, Alec, left her that message, you rude little pig. Oh, he's a good dad. He's uh-huh. pretty good at uh-huh. what he does there. Isn't he, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's awesome. In fact, uh, this is the message that he left his 11-year-old daughter. You have insulted me. You don't have the brains mm-hmm. or the decency as a human being. I don't give a damn that you're 12 years old or 11, 11 years, years old, old or, or that you're a child <laughs> or that your mother is a thoughtless pain in the ass or doesn't concerned. care about what you do as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. So you better be ready Friday the 20th to meet with me. So I'm going to let you know just how I feel okay. about what a rude little pig you really are. Mm. <laughs> That's despicable. Hmm. Uh, anyway, she's vowing to ignore the negative comments that come her way. You're vowing to do that? <laughs> you haven't already done that? So this is on social media she's talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's the daughter of Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger. She participated in the recent uh, social media trend in which celebrities introduce themselves with their real name, but then mention the names of characters they've played. In Ireland's case, however... She used cruel names she's heard over the years, including her father's 2007, okay, so I was a year off, 2007 thoughtless little pig comment. My name is Ireland, but the media likes to call me thoughtless little pig. Oh, <laughs> that man. That is terrible. That is not cool. That is terrible. You can thank your dad thank for that. Dad, yeah. Your douchebag dad. That's <clears throat> uh, just sad, man. I mean, it's unclear why she blamed the media. You know, for the comment, when it was uh, the embattled Rust actor who infamously called her the horrible nickname in an angry voicemail when she was 11. That being said, she's moved on from the ordeal. My name is Ireland. I'm a writer. And I think pigs are cute. So joke's on you. (laughs) Oh, look at that. She turned it into... Turned it right around on us, Keith. Stuck it to him. That's what she did. (laughs) Okay. All righty. Okay. So, Hmm. so... Your shining moment as a parent uh, continues to haunt your child. Nice job, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I think this thing's going to end up with him in this uh, shooting on the set there. It's- I, I don't, well, I don't know because he didn't aim it or shoot it. <laughs> yeah, So I don't know what he had to do with it. Sure. Was it in his hand? Yes, but he didn't aim it and he didn't shoot it. It did it all that by itself. So we should let him go. Yeah. Yeah, he should Stop just... Stop harping on this thing. Exactly. What difference does it make? In a lengthy Instagram caption that was com- accompanied by the post, uh, the 26-year-old called the time being uh, upset over names wasted. I can't tell you how much time I've wasted worrying about headlines and comments. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. Can you believe how much control we give others and how much power we give their narratives? Maybe you don't experience this on a scale that I do, but the majority of us have been called names and have had assumptions made about us. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Alex. Can you Alec. imagine you, you being did a this kid tour. these days? 
Uh, I social can. media and nope. all the pressures there. I mean, nope. <sighs> I just I. Someone said on another podcast I listened to once uh, recently that um, you know when you were a kid, like if you were bullied or teased or you had a bad day, then at the end of the school day, your day was over. You know, right? And then mm-hmm. the next day, it's a new day. It's just a perpetual thing now with social media. There is it keeps no going. downtime for these kids going yeah. through any kind of uh, situation they are. They just carry the fight over to social media. Right. Ah, just terrible, man. I can't really imagine sad. being a kid today, especially with the COVID. St- oh, my goodness. We're giving them no chance. Hey, happy talk on a Tuesday morning. Yeah. And here's something interesting that has nothing to do with, well, I mean, a little something, but Alec is 63. Kim Basinger. Okay. How old is Kim Basinger? Uh, do you do you think? Oh, how, do, do you I, seen her recently? I have not. Am I guessing or am I looking? Yeah, no, guess. So he's sixty three. I know she's older, right? Or am I wrong? I, no, you're right. Don't you dare say seventy. She's sixty eight. Oh my. Kim Basinger is sixty eight. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, she doesn't look sixty eight. Does she still do stuff or? Uh, the last movie I saw her in was that one with uh, Sly Stallone mm. and uh, and what's his face Robert De Niro. Uh, I forget what it was called. It was a boxing movie. They were boxing rivals, and she was married to Sly Stallone in the past. Or I don't know. I forget what the name of it is. That was pretty good. I haven't seen her. That was years ago though, like 2015, 2014, something like that. Mm. Well, the Daily Mail. So I don't know. Uh, Daily Mail here caught her uh, in August of last year. Mm-hmm. I'd say she's looking closer to 68 the every day. Oh, really? Yeah. They caught her without makeup? It's a rough time, yeah. Oh, okay. They they delight in doing that. Right. Yeah. Let's catch them at their worst right. when they got no makeup and they just got out of bed and uh, yeah. they're wearing something stupid. Okay? Uh, let's get a bunch of shots of her and people realize that she's not... Attractive at all. Uh, We got you. (laughs) It's really despicable, really, what Mm -hmm. they do. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Here in the DFW area, our schools are of course out of control. In Frisco, this book somehow slipped through and was available in the student library until it got noticed and was finally pulled. Name of the book. Pedophilia and Adult Child Sex by Stephen Kreshner. Stephen Kirshner, yeah. Kirshner. Mm-hmm. It's Kirshner? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Kirshner. Uh, he's a professor at SUNY, which is... Uh, State University of New York. State University of New York. Mm-hmm. Used to see the signs all the time when we lived in New York. He recently uh, said some incredibly despicable things. These are... They're disturbing, man. And, and I guess they put him on... Um, they, they reassigned him. After after the clips, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, so they reassigned him, and these clips, man, hide the kids because they're grotesque. There's, there is an effort right now to make pedophilia okay. I, I don't understand it. I don't know how this happened, except that they're trying to make every form of depravity uh, fine and dandy with the rest of us. Uh, everything should go. Everything goes, but. Here's what he had to say about it. Imagine that an adult male uh, wants to have sex with a, a 12-year-old girl. Imagine that she's a willing participant. 
a very standard, very widely held view that there's something deeply wrong about this. Yeah. It's wrong yeah. independent of it being criminalized. It's a man it's and a child. That is in fact, wrong. I think this is a mistake. And I think that exploring why it's a mistake will tell us not only things about adult child sex and statutory rape, but also about fundamental principles of morality. Uh, All right, so he's setting the table for the wow. larger discussion, Pat. Wow. And um, he had more to say about it. There's a couple of things to say here. Hmm. One is, even if you are looking for a threshold, let's say there's a threshold. I'm, I'm making this number up, but let's say it's at age eight. Um, still, that tells you that some adult child sex is permissible. Second, which is why we don't say eight. It's wrong. Is the threshold one year old. It's not quite obvious to me. There are reports in some Pause cultures. Pause it for a second. He keeps saying that. It's not quite, it's not quite obvious to me. Mm-hmm. It's not quite obvious to me why, why sex with any aged person would be wrong. It's not quite obvious to you? Yeah, he's about to justify um, an act with a one-year-old. Oh, that, uh, listen to Hide this. your kids right now. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see the rest. Filating there are uh, the baby boys to calm them down when, when a colicky. One now, I don't know if this is true, but this, this is sort of widely reported as occurring in, in, in at least one culture. And it, it working, that the grandmothers believe, believe this actually works. If this were to be true, oh, again, I don't know it to be true. If it were to be true, it's hard to see what would be wrong with it. So, yeah, I, I guess I think, no, I, I don't think there's a blanket mm. period beyond which this is permissible. If we're interested in willing participation, which is the way I structured it, then, yeah, there's a, there's a point below which people aren't willing participants in anything because they don't have intentions or they don't have the sort of mental states that allow for willing participation. But, no, I, I don't I don't think it's blanket wrong at any age. Mm. You dare listen to the last clip? Oof, not good. Man. It's rough. Is it worse than these first two? I'm trying to think. It's been a while since we pulled these. Uh, wow. I'm trying to think of what he says. Can't remember if it's this clip or something else I've seen of him where he just talks. He just talks about milestones and 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 you know drag kids along to. Uh, there's a lot of stuff kids have to do that they don't want to do. And uh, oh, I, you know what? That's don't don't. It's hideous. Crazy. Let's crazy. Let's not. That is insane. Yeah. You know these professors come along like this guy and Peter Singer. Where Peter Singer thinks that you can you can abort a baby two years into his life. That's after birth. Two years later, you could still abort the baby, which means you would kill the child. Yeah, this creep tries to say that um, you drag him along to uh, their sister's ballet recital. They don't want to go to that. Oh, and that's akin to yeah. Wow, it's 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 despicable. He's it's despicable. Yeah, and like I said, uh, and they're trying to normalize. All of this stuff lately. Have you noticed that? I mean, uh, was it Vogue or Vanity that was doing articles on how uh, we gotta we gotta be careful about calling pedophiles pedophiles because it's too strong of a word, and uh, I think we need to change the language to change the perception. Also, Salon has written multiple articles in the last few years about pedophiles pedophiles and how yeah they're misunderstood wow uh it's bizarre it just takes one writer in those organizations given the green light to write about this stuff and then attach a big name publication to it 
Yep. And ta-da, there and they pretty are. Pretty soon, you're you're starting to mainstream this stuff. Let me take a minute and tell you about Patriot Mobile. Right now, there's a full-scale assault on truth, and you're right to speak the truth. The uh, from YouTube to Spotify, theft is waging war on free speech. With the help of big tech and the U.S. government, thankfully, there are still some companies that believe in our Constitution. That's why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. And I want you to be a part of this as well. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers that all the major carriers do, so you get the same service. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support more importantly patriot mobile shares your values they support organizations fighting for religious freedom constitutional rights sanctity of life and veterans and first responders go to patriotmobile.com slash pat or you could call 972 patriot get free activation when you use the offer code pat they also have special discounts for veterans and first responders it's time to support a company that loves america and your values and shares them patriotmobile.com slash pat that's patriotmobile.com slash pat or 972 patriot this is pat gray unleashed oh yeah this uh Remember the South African doctor that first discovered Omicron? We talked about this a couple months ago. I do. When Omicron was in its infancy, and we were just hearing about it, and they were trying to scare the crap out of us. Oh my gosh, this new thing. This new variant is so much more contagious than anything we've ever seen before in our lives. (laughs) Run! Run! (laughs) Yeah, I I do recall. I recall the media coverage, and Uh I also recall... Living through it. Then all of a sudden, the person who discovered it was saying, wait, I mean, okay, yeah, it's it's really contagious, mm-hmm. but it's more mild. It's kind of like the common cold. Most people who get it just experience cold-like symptoms. We're like, wow, really? And you're, every everybody here is screaming like their head's on fire, <laughs> and you're actually telling us not to freak out and panic over this? Yeah. And now she is saying that they tried to silence her and it will not work. I love it. Angelique Coetzee is her name. And she says she was pressured by European governments not to reveal that Omicron had a mild presentation. Well, then. When asked if it's true, she replied, I was told to state publicly or not to state publicly that it was a mild illness. I've been asked to refrain from making such statements and to say that it was a serious illness. I declined. Thank why you. Would, why? Why would that be? They want more control mm. and more reasons to uh, have it. What does that mean? Replied uh, the publication that is interviewing her here. I'm a clinician, and based on the clinical picture, there are no indications that we're dealing with a very serious disease. The course is mostly mild. I'm not saying you won't get sick if you're mild. <clears throat> the definition of mild COVID-19 disease is clear, and it is a WHO definition. Patients can be treated at home 
uh, and oxygen or hospitalization is not required. That's the kind I had. A serious illness is one in which we see acute pulmonary respiratory infections. People need oxygen, maybe even artificial respiration. We saw that with Delta, but not with Omicron. So I said to people, I can't say it like that because it's not what we're seeing. <clears throat> That's amazing. Somebody with the giblets mm-hmm. to stand up to the powers that be and say, no, I'm not going to freak people out over this because it's not worth freaking out about. When asked why she was prevented from telling the truth, Kosi said they tried, but they didn't make it. What I said at one point, because I was just tired of it, was in South Africa, this is a mild illness, but in Europe, it's a very serious one. That's what your politicians wanted to hear. My gosh. According to her, she wasn't pressured by South African authorities and was instead criticized by scientists in the UK and the Netherlands who said, how can you explain that it's a mild disease? It's a serious illness. Look at the mutations. When Omicron first emerged, Fauci played dumb right after praising South African doctors saying, the things that we don't know right now are whether the people who do get infected have a severer form of the disease. Oh, we don't know. Or whether it's a light disease or somewhat the same as Delta. I don't know. Uh, We just don't know. Hmm. Well, yes, you do, because she told you what to look for. (laughs) She's the person who discovered it. She's the first one who saw patients with it, and she told you her experience. Well, we yeah, I just don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. It could be the most deadly of all time. I don't know. It could be a cross between Ebola and smallpox. We, I, we just don't know. There's no way to know. Or it could be like the common cold. Or you might not have any symptoms at all. Or you might die the minute you get infected. I don't. We don't know. We just don't know. Why'd they go with Omicron? Why'd they go with metric? The metric variant? Yeah, because there's no way to tell. They should have. They should have called it the metric variant. Hmm. So okay. ridiculous. But, that, I mean, that's amazing. Yep. I mean, we know these things are going on because we see it every day about how they're trying to panic the citizenry. Uh, but it's interesting when you hear it from the source. Yeah, they tried to silence me. They wanted me to say something that wasn't true and I wouldn't do it. Wow. All right. Uh, Jeffy will join us tomorrow with Chewing the Fat, and uh, we'll have all kinds of things uh, for you then as well. Oh, 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 oh,